Chapter Fifteen of Life of Saint Gerard Magella. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Life of Saint Gerard Magella, by Reverend O. R. Vassal Phillips. Chapter Fifteen, with Father Margotta again with the spring the bitterly cold weather passed away at capicelli and plenty more smiled upon the land meanwhile father margotta at naples was always asking to have the holy brother with him again and as it might be hoped that the excitement caused by gerard's miracles had by this time somewhat subsided saint alphonsus did not hesitate to accede to his request father margotta who was visiting the convent at capicelli took brother gerard away with him on their way to naples business took them to calatri father margotta's native place as our saint was unknown here for some few days he was left in peace and allowed to satisfy his thirst for prayer before the blessed sacrament but it was not long before a woman arrived at the house of the parish priest with whom the two redemptorists were staying and asked for brother gerard she was from bisaccia the little place where as it will be remembered the servant of god had displayed so much charity and worked so many miracles during an epidemic her object in her present visit was to obtain the cure of a relation who was seriously ill on being told that gerard was out she said that she would await his return when he came in she threw herself at his feet and in a voice broken with sobs begged of his charity the favor on which her heart was set st gerard listened to her with his usual kindness consoled her in her trouble and assured her that it would be done unto her even as she wished naturally enough the people of the house could not understand this scene at all and on the appearance of father margotta the whole story was related with much merriment for his special delectation their surprise may be imagined when they were told that their amusement proceeded from their ignorance of the gifts which god had bestowed upon his companion in order to clear gerard from conclusions injurious to his good sense and humility which otherwise must have been drawn from his late conduct father margotta proceeded to recount the tale of his virtues and miracles it was enough soon calatri was all agog with excitement about the marvellous wonder-worker whom divine providence had sent amongst them an excellent medical man of the locality giovanni cioglia by name was very ill he had received the last sacraments and had been given up by the doctors st gerard was invited to go and see him at first he refused in this refusal he persisted until father margotta brought his authority to bear in the matter the saint then went as he was told finding the patient unconscious he made the sign of the cross upon his forehead when immediately the sick man recovered the use of his senses and found himself restored to perfect health the bystanders cried out a miracle but gerard answered simply behold what obedience can do a lady of calatri discovered the sanctity of the servant of god in a singular manner one day she had a violent headache 
happening to be in the priest's house she saw st gerard's hat in a corner of the room let me see she said half in earnest half in jest whether this brother is the saint that people say she then put the hat on her own head immediately she was freed from her headache this fact being noised abroad some persons managed to induce gerard to accept a present of new shoes they kept the old ones as a relic these shoes of brother gerard were for many a year lent from house to house in Kalatri, and numerous were the cures that god granted to sick persons who used them with faith imploring the powerful intercession of his servant gerard when father Magata's business was accomplished at Kalatri, he went straight to naples on returning once more to the spot that had been the theatre of so many of his marvels st gerard was more careful than ever to keep himself as far as possible in the background and avoid anything that might bring him again without absolute necessity into prominence one day he was speaking with a friend outside the church of the holy spirit when two ladies came up to him my dear brother gerard said one of them with tears in her eyes come i beg of you and cure my poor child at first he refused but unable to resist a mother's prayer he said very well but i must first go and get permission when on his visit the child was cured it was to obedience that he gave the glory if in st gerard's gentle character there was any trace of severity that was not reserved for himself it was directed towards imposture or pretense which his soul detested near the redemptress residence a beggar took his stand each day to ask for alms to all appearance his was a sad case he hobbled along on crutches and one of his legs was wrapped round and round with bandages gerard however knew that he was a good-for-nothing wretch who through laziness was imposing on the charity of the people so he told him several times to move away but as all was useless at last the saint tore all the bandages off his limbs by main force and said with great severity you are a swindler and a cheat if you wish to save your soul cease mocking god and deceiving men the cripple was a cripple no longer he ran away as fast as he could go using both his legs and leaving his crutches behind him after some six weeks spent at naples father margotta was ordered by his superiors to make a new foundation in the diocese of benevento thus he and st gerard were again to be separated gerard returned for a short time to galatri where a mission was at the time being preached then back again to capisoli at galatri he worked innumerable conversions if the fathers were kept busy during the whole mission in hearing the confessions of the people he was occupied in preparing sinners for the worthy reception of the holy sacraments this work we know was one especially dear to his loving heart the zeal for the house of the lord had eaten him up zeal for that spiritual temple which is formed by the holy ghost in the souls of men End of chapter fifteen recording by john brandon